Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. Mio nome is das David. And I'm RJ. RJ, why are we here? Why are we here? To do a podcast. <laughs> why have you gathered us here today? Oh, um, you've congregated this, into the microphone. The meetings, <laughs> this social gathering, to discuss a wonderful playlist that you've all asked for. Okay. Yeah. I mean, wait. Okay, wait. Mike. All as in Devin and I. I'm gonna or say Mike. all as the world. Like, <laughs> like, did you, did you ask for this? Well, I don't. I took a poll on our social media, and all the listeners told me. So, like, two people were like, mainly, "Who are you?" Mainly, I logged into my other. <laughs> I went onto. My I wrote other a letter account. to the congressman, <laughs> saying, "I need more blink covers," <laughs> and he's like, "This should cover it." <laughs> it was mainly my own account that I messaged us on our. You're making burner accounts. Yeah. <laughs> Just being like, "Hey, you should make this," and I was like, "Okay." All what right, would you do if you found cool. out that like? This is Trump's ideal playlist. Ooh. Like, we, I think like, he, I, I we get all the Blink Trump covers. followers. <laughs> RJ's so non political that he'd just be like, well, yeah, I like I get Trump all the Trump followers. <laughs> like, yeah. I get all That's the Trump all followers. <laughs> <laughs> if um, I can get one more na 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 fan. What? Okay, I'm trying to think now. What could Trump do that would get me on his side? Like, what could Trump do that would get you on his side? What's one thing? Uh, He's like free, whatever. For suddenly become move to Thailand and become a Muay Thai fighter. Ooh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would, At the age of seventy something, I wouldn't be on his side, but I'd have to give him four more years. Like, yeah. I'd have to support that. Yeah. I'd be like, we got to see where Muay Thai president's going. <laughs> Muay Thai dictator. Yeah. Like literally uh, every time there's an issue, just be like, we can settle this in the octagon. Oh. That'd be oh yeah, sick. dude. Fucking. Uh, Putin would love that. Ooh. Yeah, could you imagine? <gasps> Why don't we do that? <laughs> Why don't we do that? They no. use their stupid words all the time. <laughs> use your fists like real men. Yeah, I've no yeah. I think I'd be on his side for that. Or maybe if he was like maybe if he said he liked the Gilmore girls and like could quote specific episodes of the Gilmore girls, I'd be like, you have my respect now. Maybe if you ran his campaign on this might come out after November 2nd. Yeah. But maybe if he ran his uh, campaign on that the next four years will be a reality TV show. Mm. That, like, he has cameras that are live following yeah. him all the time. Like Truman yeah. Show. Yes. I might. Like Big Brother stuff. Big Brother yes. White House. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, oh, what if he... In, uh, what if he started a program to spy on the NSA? Oh, yeah. And then gave it only to the American people, and the NSA can't watch it. <laughs> like, somehow. Ooh, I'd, he'd be on my side. I'd be on his side. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, RJ. Blink-182. So, yeah, so you, you gathered us here. To listen to some Blink songs. a specific reason. The gist of it. (laughs) What is the name of today's playlist mixtape? I I titled this mix uh, Want More Blink? This should cover it. And who is this for? Uh, Like, is this for you? You would consider yourself like 
a top tier Blink fan. I am a Blink fan, yes. But like a top tier? Judging by the books around me right now, I would (laughs) say you're in the top percentile. A top, I feel like, would also be like, I'm a fan of them nowadays. Now I could care less about them. So you don't ride or die? No. Yeah. I don't like the new stuff. But what if they had a, what if they announced that they're having a reunion tour tomorrow? If Tom came back and they got rid of Matt Skiba, I would go buy tickets to the concert. Okay. So that's. That's the that's the thing. You're yeah. not a fan of them because they lost that member. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah, when so I they... think you're pretty right or die with the band itself. But also, like if they did another boxcar racer, I would go see boxcar racer. Plus forty four angels and airwaves. I don't care about. Yeah, angels and airwaves had a couple of hits. Yeah, stuff, but nothing. I, but like, I think it's more of like <laughs> the, the nostalgia stuff yeah. of them. Um, I think. I don't know why I liked Boxcar Racer so much. It's just I like that style. Are you yeah. at a certain point in your life where you're willing to see Blink One Eighty Two cover bands? Like you know how they make like Metallica cover yeah, bands. Good oh, yeah. question. Okay. Yeah, there's Beatles cover bands. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't think I would enjoy it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I get it. I've yeah, seen like, Blink. I get it. What if you're at like a uh, an outdoor barbecue place and there's a band playing mm. and they all come out in like flat brimmed hats. Oh no, no, no. And, like, they do studded belts. They do, they do stage wardrobe changes just like the Beatles cover band, yes. depending on the album. Just different studded belts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stars and straps. Adding and bracelets and, and yeah. taking off bracelets. Like, yeah. What is it? Like one, one set they're wearing Hurley, the next one they're wearing like, yeah. famous stars and straps. Yeah. Yep. They yeah. come out naked eventually. <laughs> yeah, just the socks. Yeah. yeah. No, those chili peppers. Those chili peppers. Yeah. Same thing. I feel like they uh, did too. As far as cover bands, I, I don't know if I'd be like, I'm back. All right, you're doing your thing. What if they sounded exactly like Mark and Tom? Like when they sang, it was like pitch perfect. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, I I, I don't know if I'd pay to go see that. <laughs> you don't know if you'd pay. <laughs> but yeah, if it was there. If it was at like a like a brunch place. If I was there and they were there, cool. Yeah. If you just, so I, would you, I'm not much of going out of my way for them. If you them. finished your meal, would you stay? Depends yeah. on what songs they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> they play only everything before Good Night? If they Is play the what? whole album of Dude Ranch. No, see, they have their hits. I'm not a fan of the hits. The hits are annoying. I sound like me with John You've got Mayer. a lot of hits on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true, but those are the ones that people cover. Yeah, it's true. So that's why it works for this album yeah. or this mix. But I'm tired of their hits. I've heard them. Yeah. Um, they so what, work. what does that mean? What's your favorite Blink-22 song? I don't know. If you really? had to, like, off the top of your head, I won't hold, hold it to you. Just off the top of your head, Josie? Favorite Blink song? No. Carousel? No. Uh, would it be off of Dude I Ranch? think it's a collective. I can't answer that. I don't mm. know if I have You can't a be like, you know what? Right now, this is my favorite Blink song. They have a lot of songs. One. Like I said, like I love the Neighborhoods album. Can't probably name four or five songs off of it. Okay. That okay. I get that because because I like their songs so, as like a whole. Like mm. first, there's to something end. that happened when we used to listen to CDs and Sex. stuff. We used to know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we used to know like the names of songs and stuff because we'd skip through the songs. And now, for some reason, it's easier for us to know the names of songs. Yeah, but it's on our phones. We're just streaming everything, so we don't really care about the names. Like there's albums that I love that I don't know the name of one of the songs. For on. sure. Yeah. yeah. 
You throw something on, I'll be like, oh, that's the part. Yeah, but like, but like your song favorite song, you can't five. just be like, right now, this is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Like, Caspian is probably my favorite band. Moksha is my favorite song, but they came out with that new song, Flowers of Light, which surprisingly is like in the running. So I get not wanting to pin it down to one song, but like, you got a few that stand out. Well, I mean, like, even like this take off your pants and jacket. Right Not now? a fan of that. <laughs> Enema of the State. Eh. Mm-hmm. Tales from Beneath Your Mom. Well, that's just their biography. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you like Dude Ranch? That's a cool album. You like Blink-182? You have to that's show some song. emotion in it. You can't just say that's a cool album. <laughs> but they're, If you're going to be a fan. They're your favorite band, but you don't like the majority of their catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you not like their music and you just like them as people? I think their nostalgia, the, the fact of it. Like if so somebody you, came out and covered their whole discography, I'd probably care less about it. You would care less. Uh, what you mean? What I you mean? would not care about it. Be like, okay, that's cool. It. So you don't care about the music as much as you care you about see, their personality. So they, Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Is that one of your favorite oh, albums I hate by that. them? I hate their live one. Really? It's so annoying. There's boobies, boobies, boobies all the time. I don't think. So are they not your favorite band? Yeah, are they not your favorite band? <laughs> are we finding out that they're not your favorite band? If you go through literally the songs that I've listened to, it's going to be Dustin Kendrew, Blink-182, and I don't know the top but of But you got to think like your so they are the ones of I listen your life, to. are they the band that you've listened to the most and you enjoy the most in the span of your life? That's what we're saying. Favorite yeah. band. I probably listen to Blink most. Yeah. Okay, so Neighborhoods, is that one of your favorite albums by them? Yes. That does kind of change it. Because that's a whole different style from Blink. Is it? Before mm-hmm. that, you liked Dude Ranch. Would you say that was your favorite album by them before that? No. What was? Blink-22. Buddha? Oh, before that. Cheshire Cat? I mean, before that age range, it was probably Enemy of the State, because I'm like, haha, all the small things, cool. <laughs> Right, so you did like those songs. Yeah, I'm, it's not like you never liked those songs. No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The, you know, preference, style changes, and stuff like that. I hate Blink One Eighty Two, and Enema of the State got through to me because I mean, like, that, I that's their popular that one that they be mm-hmm. they blew yeah. up on. Minus if you go back to you know, Damn It and Josie. Okay, so let's say that you have to get rid of every Blink One Eighty Two album except for one for the rest of humanity. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll keep neighborhoods. And you can't really name a song off there that you like. That is the newer generation that like came out during the streaming time. So it's like... I would start saying latching onto the self-titled because it, it is a difference from Blink-182 versus Take Off My Pants and Jacket and then Enema of the State. It is a difference. There is a little segue of... Yeah. I've heard a lot of people actually really like that Neighborhoods album. And, which and is sad, but it changes sad. their style. But it's not a, it's not a transitional album. Right? Well, it's, I mean, it is in the sense that after suddenly that, we're in a new style of music. Well, after that, Tom left the band and it's, they bring in Matt Skiba. It's literally, he left the band. They were taking a side project because I guess Mark threw a tissy fit that uh, Boxcar Racer was a thing. So they left after like a couple of years and then they came back and f- recorded Blink-182. As soon as that happened, they started doing a tour. I think they got hated each other again and they broke up again and then came back and recorded Neighborhoods and then they broke up finally. Yeah. And got a new member. So it was transitional in the way that they spent years apart kind of because they're just like i hate each other we'll finally music. Music. yeah but it's not a transitional in musically that's just no the they end, are similar styles the for the band it is for band. those three it's not yeah yeah well no 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 
I guess, do you consider the current Blink-182 Blink-182? Yeah. That's tough. That's what I would say. I probably don't, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't even heard it. <laughs> like, it's in that pop-punk style. It's still there with their quirkiness, and I feel like they still do the whole little, like, you didn't go out with me on prom. I'm like, you're 40. <laughs> Does Tom yeah, yeah. still play Blink songs? Uh, I think it was one of those where it's like they ask questions and he's just like, yeah, yeah, that was a band. I did that. But yeah. he doesn't like play because like Paul McCartney still plays mm-hmm. Beatles songs. Yes. Just the ones that he's I just written. love to see him drunk at a coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> playing all, all the small the things. Small <laughs> things. And just not talking during Mark's parts. <laughs> um, okay. So I don't ben, think he does, by the way. Why did you make this? For the Blink fans. Okay. Okay, so so you're saying that if you are a Blink fan and you're tired of hearing the hit song by Blink-182, mm-hmm. here's a cover version of the hit song by Blink-182. But there's different Blink fans than me. I'm unique. You're unique, Blink fan. <gasps> mm-hmm. You can't call yourself unique, bro. Bro, I am unique. All right. <laughs> Fine. Hmm. See? Interesting. You doubled down on it, so I trust you now. I'm trying to think what band would be. There's like, okay, so the Tom Petty one, we did that. No, no, you, no, no, no. Well, you like, wouldn't have made that. It'd be like if Tom Petty was not. If Tom Petty left Tom Petty, and but it was still Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and there's still fans of that band. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it'd be like okay, Metallica, and. Lars dies. Yeah, but he's the drummer. He's not like the focal point. He's just True. Lars. You know what I'm saying? If they change the bassist, James Hetfield, yeah. no bassist. They've gone through like four or five. Yeah, of those. exactly. Yeah, they have a new, like a newer one. Than the I guy. think so. they don't have Robert Trujillo anymore. Hmm. Yeah, Saint Anger is no more. Yeah, they are just talking about this. There's a bunch of metal bands that did this. I guess Journey. But Ooh, is okay. Journey still putting out new material? I don't know. I, I think they still they have a new album that I they did. Probably with them. only mm. in the Philippines. <laughs> probably just moved to the whole operation of the Philippines. Yeah. Probably number one album. Yeah. But he's just doing like his best impression of what's his face. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and Matt Skiba is from Alkaline Trio. Mm. So he's the new guitarist. and He's not doing his version of Tom. He's no, just doing, he's doing Matt him. Skiba. He's but... doing Matt Skiba, which is odd. So him coming from another semi-prolific band yeah. is odd also. To, right. Like I can't think of any other examples where that's happened. No. It's not a super group because it's still going under the Blink-182 moniker. It's uh, like, yeah. It That'd be weird. like if, like, but I would be more accepting of it. <laughs> like, if, like, DMX suddenly was in Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I would be more accepting He's of that. He's the first of the month. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cash your checks and get up. What? What would the what Blink... Really <laughs> what would the Blink fans say if... Somebody else came in that was not from another band, like somebody that's not like as popular. They, well, yeah, that's true. You would can't they, really bring in a non-musician. Like well, they, non- they would bring in a, in a musician, but it would have to be. I would assume it would be someone doing a Tom impression. 
That's what I was like. Yeah. Is it going to be like somebody yeah. that's like Tom okay. or just somebody else that's like, you can play Which guitar would be and sing. pretty easy to do a Tom impression. <laughs> well, this is the difference between... Nasally. Just be nasally. <laughs> Blink-182 and other bands. Blink-182 is a boy band in a way. Like, mm-hmm. the three members are all equally famous. I would oh, say no. Travis, Travis Barker is, might be the highest. He's the most famous Which now. he has the least to do with the music. Like, musically, what he's not the one you think that? about. Does he have the least to do with the music? Okay. I would say <laughs> he has a lot to do with it. He's my favorite member. You did of change yeah. it from Dude Ranch to Animal of the State. Yes. But he's not, he doesn't sing. The other two sing. Uh-huh. And have you heard he, all their albums? Does he sing on one of them? No, but I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. you know, dramatic effect. Yeah, he got me there, I guess. Um, but yeah, all three of them are famous. Like Green Day. Who are the other two members of Green Day? Trey There's cool the blonde one <laughs> and yeah. the brunette one. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Dirt and Trey Cool, by the way. Um, but nobody knows those other two guys. So if one of them, like if the bassist disappears, they can replace him with another bassist. If Isn't Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day disappears, then they got to bring in a new frontman that people know. That would know. be so easy, though, because you would just be like, do Billy Joel. So or not yeah. Billy Joel. But <laughs> that would be sick. On <laughs> Piano Man Green Day style. So on Spotify, I was doing the random just push play thing, and the pop punk stuff came on. And this artist came on, and I'm like, I don't know this song. Oh, I don't like this song. The song sucks. And I look down, and it just says Billy Joel Armstrong Band or something like that. I'm like, oh, he has a self-project now. Uh, that's funny. And I was like, skip. <laughs> Damn. They all got to try to do that at one point. Yeah. It's like, no, thank you. But Blink-182 is more of a boy band in the sense that if you take out a member of Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, that's uh, a point of contention for fans of the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take out JT, NSYNC falls apart. Yeah. Which we've seen. Backstreet Boys, <laughs> you could take out any of them. <laughs> That's true. That's There's true. the one with dreads. Yeah. There's the Carter brother. The bad boy. Yeah. His name was AJ. AJ. That's right. You were more of a Backstreet Boy, weren't you? I was a Backstreet Boy fan. All right. They had that explains a cool lot about... music video with like, they're in the Halloween house and there's like werewolves and vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's the Coheed and Cameron music video. <laughs> Literally, it just has like Nick Lachey where it's like panning and he's just sitting there like, uh. Why'd you say Nick Lachey? That's that's, oh, that's the 98 Degrees guy, huh? Yeah. Nick Lachey? Yeah, Nick. And Nick is the, the guy that I think came out as Wait, gay. I don't no. know. That's, no. I don't remember. Uh, long time the ago. dude that wanted to go to space was gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's from NSYNC, though. Nah. Lance Bass? Lance Bass. Oh. Yeah. He gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to go to space. Yeah. I don't remember these in my timeline of boy bands. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the other one just came out I, as fat. The, Blink-182 could be put into the boy band. It just kind of, not in their sound, but in their... Uh, Personas. Yeah. 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 Which, it's interesting. I can't think of another band that's like that. Usually, it's just the front man has the most fame. Also, this one if, has two front men. Well, Fleetwood Mac, so their early yeah. stuff, they had a different singers. Oh. And they were just a straight up blues band. Oh. And then they added the female singers, and then they became Fleetwood Mac. Hmm. So their early stuff is just a straight up blues band. Oh, I might like that. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's all right. Okay. It's not it's not Fleet it's not Fleetwood Mac. 
It's they just happen to just keep the name, but okay. they completely changed their sound. Huh. Yeah. But with even um all the small things, it was a music video poking fun at the boy bands at the time. Yeah, ninety eight degrees. They're really making fun of ninety eight degrees. Yeah. We're going hard on the 98 Degrees boys. Yeah. Those Blink guys, they were so funny. They're so funny. <laughs> they're oh, They're pranksters. They're silly pranksters. <laughs> yeah. Those little, those little stinkers. Yeah. <laughs> they were so edgy yeah. with their pranks. At the time, that was like the no, world that no, we were living in. No, TRL. not my world. Not my world. All right. The world that, <laughs> that everybody else was living in. 89% like TRL, not of the people. Kids from the hood. The, kids yeah. from the hood. Not our world. Kids from the hood <laughs> still don't know who Blink-182 is. They might know who Travis Barker is, though, because yeah, he sure. produced a shit ton yeah, of rap He's albums. from the hood. Yeah, that's but true. the other two are. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Song Diablo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were like, this was like the punk rock of our generation growing up, unfortunately. Like, we didn't have. If you had to pick a face, Sex Pistols, they Clash, would be Ramones there until for, later on. Like, even if you're like pop punk, they would be the ones that are on like the top five photos of artists. This was like when oh, they Avril Lavigne. This was like right. when Avril Lavigne was a punk rocker, which I accept. You accept Avril Lavigne as a punk rocker? Yes. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what are you on talking here? about? She had a checker wristband. Okay, come on. She talked about skater boys. Okay, she, she had, had a thick mascara. Ty. Ty. Basically mm. Canadian. You're describing ska people. <laughs> You're describing skanks, ska people. The only the skank in this room, Devin. Oh, you're gonna say that there's no difference between ska and punk? No, pop punk. There's not. You just take in tr- take out trumpets, add in trumpets. Take oh my out God. trumpets, add in trumpets. No, there's a big difference. Real big fish. Just take out the trumpets. Pop punk band. No I'm doubt. Talking about third wave ska, bro. <laughs> Talking about the original. <laughs> we'll get into it. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. So, so you, you made, made this, you made this for Blink fans. You made yeah, this for Blink. yourself. Yeah. Okay. So Blink you fans. enjoy this mixtape? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Five, do you enjoy five out of the five songs on this mixtape? I accept them. That's a yes or no question that okay, I got hold on, hold on. a non-yes or no answer Would you to. rather listen to these five songs or five songs from the latest Blink-22 album? Mm. Um, I think we're getting at the root of it now. I would rather listen to the covers. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I don't like the new Blink stuff. Oh, wait. The newest Blink yes, or Neighborhoods? the newest Blink. Yeah, I don't like the new Blink. stuff. If you take out Matt and just leave Mark, <laughs> I'm fine with that because it's like, you know, two-thirds of Blink. <laughs> just based on so Mark drums. and Tom. <laughs> yeah. But no, like these covers, if there was other covers that I could find, I'd probably put them on here. So you settled. Yeah. So that's why it's all right. <laughs> so I tried making a Blink-182 mix for RJ yeah. for this whole covers thing when I made the Tom Petty one. Uh-huh. And there's a surprising lack of Blink-182 covers. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it until we were talking the yeah. other day. And then I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> but there's a lot on YouTube. And it's a lot of people just playing acoustic guitar in their bedroom. And yeah, it's hard to find it There's not a lot of like, recorded stuff. Yeah. I would say that. So this is the third time. So I made a covers playlist. Mm-hmm. Devin made a petty yeah. playlist. Mm-hmm. Which was tight. And then you made a playlist for the Blank fan. Yes. Okay. 
I would say that so far we've discussed in two cover mixes the idea of a covering a song, what we like and what we don't like. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. None, that conversation didn't seem to factor into your mixtape. Mm, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you settled. You just you settled on the songs that you can find. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. fine. You could settle. I was like, they work. It's nothing that you would. Add, okay, here we go. Okay, out of this is your fourth mix. Mm-hmm. Fifth, fourth, fourth. Yeah. Would you rather listen to your three other mixes? Before this mix, you had your atmosphere, you had your lemon, you had your first one. Uh, oh, this is your fifth one. Ooh, it is okay. The fifth. That's yeah. an interesting. Okay, so I know you like to throw out the first one I did, but I love Touche. Like I, I, yeah, I love I think... Haley Williams. I, I like the collection because it was just a mixture of songs. Wait, throw I like. out the first one? What do you mean? No, like, like if we just, I think the last. Couple yeah, ones that we talked one, about you it. Had the it said it didn't count. One, you had the lemon one. You had the atmosphere. First one. one didn't count because it was just like a like they a said with your first you one. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was like a not a mixtape, even though it's like you know, not yeah, not bad though. No, I I think yeah. that to me that's your strongest one. But yeah. I would, I don't know. I did like those ones. All the other ones, I think I kind of played off it. Like the the Taylor Swift one, I like too. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. That was yeah. unique. I, I not top ten songs that I have. Then I had the atm- uh, not atmosphere, um, Aesop Rock one. Oh, those oh, yeah. are good songs. Rock. I enjoyed those, but yeah. it's not like I go out my way to listen to them. The uh, the lemons one had songs that I do go back and listen to, like the Tennille Towns one I really like, and the Aceland one. I, I really would like. probably not go back and listen to those. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to the whole there. playlist, the mixtape. So I think yeah. it, it'd either be my first playlist or Blink. One yeah, I would, go I would back listen to. to your first one or this one. Mm-hmm. That's what you would choose. Okay. All right. I think if you're like, would you rather listen to these people cover the songs? I'd rather go for my first mixtape. Okay. Versus being like, would you rather listen to Blink? I'd rather listen to Blink. No, no, no. We're talking about this. This one, yeah. I'd yeah, go to my first mixtape. I'd go to my first mixtape. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well. I settled. Um, what right. about Aesop Rock? Would you go back to Aesop before this one? No. Okay. Have you made a mixtape that you love? My uh, first one that I loved was the last one. Yeah, I would say that's I gave that a four. I think yeah. that's the best one you've made. I was stoked about that yeah. one. I've yeah. gone back to listen to it. But the other ones that I made, it was like I made them, and I was like, there's things that I could change, and something just isn't quite right. Yeah. And I wasn't fully into it, but this last one, I was like, fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> I like this one. Fuck Here's off. my cock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've made one that I love yet. Because even like Interesting. the, the you're, gonna, you're Gonna Cry Pussy one, I was like, I think these guys are going to like these songs. Yeah. And then it didn't turn out that way. And I was like, all right. I'm going to cry. Pussy. I was like, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> I think. Because listening to songs all week. If I had Sad. to give something the title of being like, you know, I love this album. It's an album. It's song one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. Versus a mixtape, it's a accumulation of different songs. I would say. So it's the RJ, album that, that I love. is your goal. Mm-hmm. Your goal yeah. is to make a mixtape that RJ loves. Yeah. And you can come in here and say, I got the best thing for you guys. And so fuck, fuck you, you if you don't like it. Exactly. Right. That's yeah. what I want to say. It's all going to be one it. artist. Fuck you. <laughs> I think my favorite one that Mike did was the first one. The R&B one? Yeah. Yeah. 
And that one was like it was put together well. Um, and like, you know, I liked all the songs. I think I heard all of the songs also. So there was nothing new for me. But it yeah. was just a collection that I would go back and listen to. Right. Because it sounded good. Yeah. And like the other ones, like the covers one, like there were some good covers on there. Yeah, it's hard with the covers one. But it I is think. hard with the covers. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the EP one, it's like with that, with EP, the that EP was a one certain goal and the hardcore one. I would rather listen to the individual albums yes, than go back to that mixtape. The hardcore one, I probably would listen to. But yeah. I, you're right. I would rather go back to the albums. And then the EP one, it was like a very specific goal that you were trying to get to. Yeah. So I'd say like the first one should be the one that you're like the most proud of. It's or, not. It's not? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> is that because you're coming out with a new one? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, RJ. Blake, way to tell me about it. Um, they are from San Diego. That's Poway. Got. <laughs> They're from Poway? Yeah. Oh. Did they go to the same school as Bobby Lee? <laughs> I hope so. I know he was uh, complaining about that, yeah. not being in the <laughs> Hall of Fame recently. Uh, they started in 1992, which is so weird to think about. Yeah. Uh, since 2015, the lineup of the band has consisted of Mark, Travis, and Matt Skiba. Uh, founded by Hoppus and guitarist and vocalist Tom DeLong, drummer Scott Raynor. The band emerged from Southern California's punk scene. It's always the drummers. It's always the drummers. It is. Yeah, that happened in the Beatles, too, where, like, Ringo literally popped in right when they became famous. Really? Yeah, because Ringo wasn't playing in other bands, and he was he's the old he's older than the rest of them. And, uh, yeah, and their basis before that, they had a different basis, but then he died of a brain aneurysm. Um, that sounds suspicious. Yeah. Do you know how Mark and Tom met? How? Docking. S- side note. <laughs> so, literally, I guess they just moved to the area. I forgot which one. But Mark's uh, sister just listened to all summer long. Mark's like, I play bass and I want a band. I want a band. I want a band. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're stupid. You're just being annoying. Yeah. So one Mark's day, sister. Yeah. Sounds racist. Right. So literally, this, they're like 16 year old kids or whatever. So then all of a sudden, she sees, she's waiting in line for the payphone and she sees this young kid just basically prank phone calling somebody, paying his own money to prank call somebody. And then she's like looking around for the group of people that are laughing like with him. Nope. He's just literally entertaining himself calling mm. somebody else and she's just like you're doing this by yourself and he's like yeah like you know and became friends with them because of that his name's tom mm-hmm. and he all summer long he was just like i play guitar and i want a band she's like well fuck i'm just gonna introduce you to my brother so you guys can stop complaining they met that's the first day they wrote carousel hmm. which carousel is pretty sick it's one of their one of their first beginnings as somebody it's- who plays bass i like that song I wish there was a cover of Carousel on here that because I looked it up and there's only uh, lullaby covers of Carousel. <laughs> yeah, the piano and like the yeah, kids the piano version. covers. Yeah, um, she does not know that Tom was prank calling aliens, does she? I I don't know who he was Wait, calling. Was he calling aliens? Yeah. <laughs> what area code are aliens? In? <laughs> he knows. He knows. <laughs> He's known for a while. Yeah. By the way. I'm on board with whatever Tom, Tom DeLonge's doing right now. Yeah. I'm all in. Like He's going to be so annoying when more alien stuff comes out. Uh, yeah. See? 
Say, I told you. He's got a lot Mark of camera Mark didn't too. believe me. <laughs> that road Blown interview my was own so Blink interesting. Way band. Would you be happy if Tom had his own Blink Way Two band? Like, it was it, Tom and two other guys, yeah, and they were called Blink Way Two. If he replaced Mark and just got because there's drummers that are as good as Travis Barker, yeah. he's good, yeah, but people but, can imitate that. I don't. Okay, I didn't like <laughs> Angels and Airways. Mm-hmm. That's Tom as the forefront. But what of if that. they just played Animal of the State front to back? No, they or just played Blink songs. Dude Ranch, yeah. I don't know how I would take that. Like, do you, do you think he's the number one in the band? Yeah, no. I kind of Mark, view him as it's that. Mark and Tom. They're, they like, are both the number mm-hmm. one. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I think it's th- not. I don't think it's a fifty-fifty. I think it might be a fifty-one forty-nine for you. <laughs> and I think you it's in the favor of Tom. Tom is a better songwriter than Mark. I th- I don't know if I'd say better songwriter, but they have their what own about style. Boxcar? Boxcar Racer, I did enjoy. Um, that is more Tom. That's true. That's all Tom, right? Uh, I'm sure the other people, whoever there's they are. There's other people in the band? Yeah, there's another yeah, there's guitarist like and a bassist. Four or five people. Yeah, there's four people in there. I just thought he brought in like studio musicians. Yeah, I think that's... But they were they the ones. No, it was a bigger guy that played guitar. and uh, They were actually... Doing. like I think they might have been from other small bands. Oh, okay. But probably studio musicians. I don't yeah. know if he had a relationship yeah, with them before. The biggest thing was you know Tom and Travis to have a band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that was like that, but I think my favorite song on there is "Elevator" with Mark, Tom, and Travis. Hmm. It's the last song on the album. Oh, Mark was on it. Yeah. Uh, so how did that work out? He was just featured. It was but wasn't he pissed because featured they did Mark. "Boxcar Racer"? Yeah. And then he gets featured on a song. It's like you're not actually pissed. Then you're just being a bitch. Yeah. Has Mark made any solo projects? Plus forty four, and they suck. They have their style. Okay, so they suck. Because <laughs> I would say that Angels and Airwaves, like, even if you don't like them, there's still something of substance happening. Does that make sense? It's something that I can relate closer to Blink than anything other, any other side project that I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Because Angels and Airwaves actually had success. I would say they tried Plus 44 to, like, did not. If, if, uh, if Blink-182 is the hardcore, then uh, Angels and Airways would be like the post-hardcore. Like, they tried to do something else. A variation yeah. of... Yeah. There was more to it than Blink. It's high, more highly produced. Yeah. Cosmic. It was very cosmic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because with the Beatles, uh, right, so you have Lennon songs, you've got McCartney songs, you've got Lennon and McCartney songs, and then you've got Harrison songs and Ringo songs. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because Blink-Renee 2 really are the Beatles of our generation. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> uh, I don't think that 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 sentence does not <laughs> exist. There's not any Beatles of any other generation because uh, they spanned all generations. Previous to? Yeah. So <laughs> they they weren't saying, like, the Beatles are the Beethoven of our generation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Um, Blink-22 is considered a Cree group in the development of pop punk. Uh, the band's combination of pop music melodies and fast-paced punk rock featured a more radio-friendly accessibility than prior bands. Do you think that there's... The first pop punk band that they were, 
Is that like, what you're saying? Who do you think is? I would say like Lagwagon or oh. like they're older than them. Uh, they started in '92. They'd have to be in '80s. Band. True, they'd probably be around the same time. Yeah. See, it started in '92, but they didn't get their rise until '96. I think when Dude Ranch came out. But I imagine they were playing the same fucking so, shit back then. Okay, you if know? they started in '92, then are we uh, like if they are the first band? Are we assuming that they invented this style, or were they mimicking something else that they heard? That's what I'm curious about. because yeah. I don't know. Because I don't know when Lifetime started. Because Lifetime for me would be the... Lifetime was like, ooh, that's close. Yeah. Because li- Lifetime really defined this branch that I would say is the beginning of pop punk, but then pop punk becomes something else. Because the East yeah. Coast has their own version of this, and it's not Blink-22. But Jersey's Best Dancers was like a different... It wasn't pop punk necessarily no, it's, it's not because the west coast defined pop yeah. punk to what it is Fuck, maybe blink 22 is the first one then yeah because between saves the day and lifetime and those those new those new jersey or east coast punk bands yeah. that had this hardcore influence that get pushed into pop punk it's like maybe no effects <laughs> maybe <laughs> That might be pre Blink One Eighty Two. See, the thing is, who is Blink's influences? Maybe Bad Religion coming out of the hardcore era because they went real poppy towards the end. More so recently, but I don't know what they were like in the early nineties. When was Green Day a thing? When they the Kerplunk Green Day was like eighty nine. So I mean, they they got the first. Hmm? Are they the first? No. They might be no. around the first. I know. Okay, so I know Basket Case was popular as before soon as anything Dookie by Blink came was. up. Dookie came out yeah. and they blew up, but yeah. they blew up because that was already a thing. It was already a thing? I think so. I don't think so. Right, fuck this, because this says that Bad Religion started in 1980. They did. Fuck that. Yeah, they were a hardcore band. Ugh, gross. I know. <laughs> I hate them. I saw them live, too, and I was like, can we leave? <laughs> I didn't want to see them. They're headlining for Against Me, and I was like, oh, yeah, Against Me sick. And they got off the stage. Like, Let's just go. Like, we don't need yeah, to hear these songs. Gross. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with that either. Yeah, they're, um, they got poppier in their, in their later days. They might be an influence. There was like a softer generation of like surf punk and like skate punk. That came out in the late '80s, out of the hardcore scene. I can't remember all the bands though. But there's all the like you know like the Offspring. I thought it was like '94. Offspring, yeah. But that's still not before '89 or whatever. 90s. Yeah, this like, is depressing. Did, did They're here. saying like the main two bands that basically made pop punk is the Descendants and Buzzcocks. The okay, Descendants, Descendants I agree with. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty old, but they're better. Oh, Descendants yeah. I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Descendants influenced a lot of other styles of bands, too, more. Yeah, I mean, Green Day is literally listed as the first band in modern punk, pop punk. Okay. They're so like, I don't know if Blink-182 heard Green Day and then were like, we want to do that. Or if they just grew up, maybe there was just a similar thing going around at the time. And all these bands like Green Day and In the high school and type of genre, young twenties. Yeah, they're bands. like we're all listening to this music. Let's learn how to play it's, these songs. Skater music, and then they played simple power chords, and they're like, we could do something else with this. 
maybe with the rise of pop, they brought some other melodies into that and became pop punk. I guess. No. I don't know. I Who just knows? hate it all. <laughs> I, yeah, I do yeah. what I don't. I just don't like West Coast pop punk. I just don't. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. I hate it. I'd probably still listen to Dookie by Green Day and love it. It's not bad. I played it. I, I don't know, though. Uh, yeah, I gotta try that. It's yeah. been a long time. It's Green Day. You're like, I've heard this. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Blink-22 is all the songs being covered by other people on this mixtape. All right, let's start. Let's actually talk about the mixtape. Yeah. Um, so the first one you have on here is, I miss you. Where are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Being covered by Boyce Avenue and Kobus Poitgeiter. Poitgeiter? Yeah. Uh, he's a drummer. <laughs> he's like a studio drummer. He's That's the cajon guy. I don't know. Boyce Avenue is like a cover band. Yeah. Yes. But Kobus Poitgeiter is just a drummer who's just like, I play drum on this cover. Yeah. And he needs to change his name because Kobus is the <laughs> dumbest name ever. And whatever his last name is just is so stupid and nobody's going to remember you. Uh, so I Miss You was a single um, from the self-titled and fifth studio album from Blink. came out in 2004, so long ago. Um, co-written by Mark and Tom. Um, the song peaked at number one on the Billboard's Modern Rock Tracks. Um, I Miss You sold more copies, earning a gold certification for selling over 500,000 copies. Um, and then Boyce Avenue is covering it. They're an American cover band formed in Sarasota, Florida, uh, by brothers Alejandro Luis Manzano and Daniel Enrique Manzano and Fabian Rafael Manzano, three brothers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've seen their videos before. I only see the one guy. Yeah. And then random other people show up every once in a while. They're the people recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, I blame... Because I remember when I Miss You came out, I had a good friend named Evan. And Evan had moved up to El Dorado County. And I believe, I don't know where he was from. I think he had last lived in Roseville. Um, but he came up to El Dorado County. And he was the first person that I met that was an industrial kid. Oh. And yeah, he was the very first one that I met that was like, He's not just into Slipknot. I think I know him. Yeah, Evan yeah. Cornelius. He wasn't yeah, yeah, just yeah. into Mudvayne. Like, he was the first guy that I saw. It's like skinny puppy. The pants. Yeah, the yeah. pants with all the straps on them. Bauhaus. But, but those those kids and stuff were really into Nightmare Before Christmas before Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. became, like, a thing. Yeah. And then they I Miss You came out. Topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then I Miss You came out, and suddenly Nightmare Before Christmas is, like, the biggest thing ever. And it blows up in Hot Topic, and that becomes a thing. Wait, from Nightmare Before Christmas? With I Miss You. What does that have to do with it? Does he not know? Do you not know? I don't know. I don't know. Jack and Sally? Jack and Sally. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> so the, 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 the song, I know this. I'm not even a Blink fan. It's because I like, like claymation animation. That's the only reason why I know this. Song. I think I've seen the movie ones. Yeah, but like the the songs, 
not about Jack and Sally, which are the main two characters inside Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. But they're basically influenced into it. And then when you see the music video, it's all dark and spider webby and stuff like that. Oh, I never saw the video. And that's what brought Nightmare Before Christmas from being like a kid's movie that's a Tim Burton weird movie into the mainstream and became like a thing. Okay. Yeah, these motherfuckers. Yeah, that movie had the little dog, the skeleton dog. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought that that was just like knowledge that people knew. No. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just, this has blown my mind. Let me read my tableture book real quick. Where, like, it, See if it's in there. Where uh, fucking Christmas Nightmare, Nightmare came from. Christmas. Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Like why that became why popular. Why it became a thing was because of Blink. Because then it was suddenly in Hot Topic everywhere. <sighs> and Evan Cornelius was like an industrial kid that was really into Invader Zim and Nightmare Before Christmas before either of those things became popular. So, all these like big girls that drive Kias, yeah. it's because of Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah, that's sick. That's it. They did All stuff. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel okay. like it goes along with the, like, the Alice in Wonderland stickers too. Yeah, exactly. All, yeah. Um, all right. So RJ, when I first saw the mix, I was like, okay, we're doing Blink One Eighty Two covers. I get mm-hmm. it. I got it. I turn on this, and I instantly, I'm like, there's something wrong in my ears. Yeah. There's something happening to me, and I need to figure out what it is. Because every time I hear him say, I miss you, I hear, I miss you. I hear Tom. Where are you? I hear that, I miss you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is going on? Why am I? Why? It's a good cover. Is it? I would say it is. <laughs> Technically, it is. They're going through the motions of it. I would say it's, it's got a good voice. Just like every cover on here, it, they're well, maybe except for one, they're all very lazy. Yeah, where they're just like, I'm just going to cover the song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I, yeah, I feel like if you're just saying just that famous line, yeah, I miss you. You're not going to say it like that. You have to be like, I miss you. Yeah. Which so, is said, I don't know, like 75 times in the yes. song. <laughs> but so it got me thinking as I was going through the mixtape and it became very apparent to me that it belongs in the bigger conversation. We don't need to talk about it now. We can talk about it at the end. I never thought about it until hearing this, but there are some bands that I'm not sure should be ever covered. Yeah. I think okay. that there are some bands, we'll, we'll get into it more, that are so specific in their sound that I'm not sure that like they you, should be covered. Because you can't help but hear the original in it. Correct. Yeah. Not necessarily that the original is so good that it should no, not be touched. Exactly. Which was my original thought of when we were talking about this before. Like, should is there a band where... Certain songs shouldn't be covered. Yeah. It's like, oh, like these bands are sacred. or No, that's not the case. No. It's just you can't get past the fact that it's not so-and-so. Yes. Like there's other bands. I can't think of them right now. Correct. It's the same thing where it's like there are some movies that should not be remade. Yeah. Because you'll never get past the original. Yeah. Does that make sense? So like you can't just remake the first Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to have to wait 100 years before you can actually do that because no matter what, people will have Keanu Reeves yeah. burned into their skull of him saying, whoa. Like, that's yeah. like it's gonna, like it's going to overshadow any yeah. interpretation of it. Yeah. So, 
talk about that more. But so I miss you. First song by these guys. Um, how do you feel towards it? <laughs> how do you feel about the original song, and then how do you feel about the cover? The original song's cool. I like that as a like they're one of their popular songs. I did enjoy that. Boys Avenue, they are one of those. They are cover a cover band. I think got popular on YouTube. I've seen a handful of their stuff. Their stuff is kind of like it works, but it's yeah. nothing that I'd be like, ooh, I want to listen to a Boys Avenue cover. Exactly. They're yeah. just kind of there. They're technically good at what they do. They do a great job. They have but good eh. voices. Are they? they play I mean he has a good voice. He hits all the notes. By technically, what do you mean? Technically <laughs> meaning like he's playing the notes. Yeah. He's like composing something. Whether so if a bird can mimic a song. Is yes. that saying that the that bird, bird would be doing a decent good. job if that bird had <laughs> if that bird has range, a nice vocal range, <laughs> like ability to strum a guitar? Yeah, okay. It's like he like he has a voice that is just a voice. It's mm. like it's better than my voice, but he shouldn't be a musician. I guess it's in know. the conversation of where your bar is for good. Okay, because I'm you're not, not saying, saying he's good. <laughs> I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying he's technically like you know those people that can like just learn the notes of a song, yeah. Like and they sit there practicing like the ta 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 ta. Yeah, that's just repetition and anything. Yeah, yeah. But they get they do that and then they don't go any further with it. They don't put any passion yeah. into it. They're not they're, an artist. They're exactly. They're technically doing the notes correctly. Yes. Just like when you hear somebody at Guitar Center playing guitar. And they're playing like, yes. And it's like, oh, you're playing arpeggio sweeps. Sick. Yeah. You're technically good. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. You've honed a skill, but you've put no passion into it. Sure. That's how Boy Sound is. There we go. Okay. Did not feel an ounce of passion. No passion. Yeah. I feel lots of passion in the original. I'll listen to the original over this song. Yeah. Any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any day. I feel all the emotion in the original. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how do how do you feel about the original, Mike? I like the original. Okay. It's one of those songs that like it came out when, you know, I was a teen. I was probably fifteen at the time. So it's just like a song where like you see the music video and it's like on VH one and it's like there's they're playing in the room and it's like spider web being dark. And it's like, Oh yeah, they're playing okay. too. See, not even like <laughs> <laughs> the actual music video. I think it's more of just like literally buying this CD, throwing it on, and just hearing the vroom, vroom, vroom. I'm like, ooh, he dragged his fingers on the guitar there. Mm. And then just the... Yeah, I guess... I was like, I feel every single melody. I feel everything. And I was like, I love that. That's cool. I think this is the first Blink song that I heard that did not sound like a Blink song. This was their transitional album. Yeah. I well, think well, this was the first song. You, you had Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. This is their self-titled, right? That yes. kind of okay. did their... I don't even know where like that mm. one went. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it did their own like, like the Blink pop punk thing, but they kind of changed a little bit yeah it's and enema then, of the state extended part yeah. two well enema of the state was like hey we're the new band like like give us money give us the world tours give us all this and then like that one came out for take off your pants and jacket and it was like the extended version of it and then blink 182 their their self-titled or untitled one came out and it, it was different and 
I think it was just they were fed up of touring. They're yeah. fed up of each other, and they're just like we're angry, we're aggressive. Which they said um, that I think they did Boxcar Racer, and then they kind of Travis was like, "Let's make a record like we've never done a Blink album before. Let's do something new." Yeah. So they try to bring some of the different influences. What year did Enema of the State come out? Ninety. Say like ninety nine. Nine. Okay, so like five yeah. years in between that and they're self-titled. Yeah, because also all like all uh, what is it? All the small things. What's my age again? What's my age again? Was the big one on there? Then all the small things. Then Adam's song, and then Adam's I song think was they went huge. Wendy. Yeah, that when, was like oh they could do this too. Yeah. Oh, then I think yeah. Wendy Clear was on um, American Pie. Yeah, there were a couple so literally other American outliers. Pie was a huge movie <clears> in the nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. I, I compare American <laughs> Pie to Blink One Eighty Two. I don't know why I associate those. Oh, two. they were in the movie. Yeah, that's just. There's a scene that I just thinking about it. I just laugh to myself in American Pie. I just love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just love the scene so much, and it's where the one jock jock dude is singing in choir, and suddenly the choir stops singing, and he's just like scat. Like he's just doing jazz scat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's all he's doing. (laughs) It's tight. But I think Blink One and Two was in there, and they had a monkey or something. In that scene. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember it exactly, but I'm a big American Pie fan. (laughs) (laughs) But literally, like that was the '90s. That was fucking pies (laughs) and jumping over doing ollies. And just run around the street naked. Vans. Because someone does, in that video, someone does a cool trick over a van. I don't remember. I remember watching the making of that video. Then, Oh, yeah, they had the the rock show. They did that one where Mm -hmm. it was just like they gave them a check and they're like, go spend money. Yeah. Um, See, that's on this album, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, which is like, it's like the sequel to Enema of the State because it's like the sequel is never better than the original. But not it's true. usually kind of similar. Yeah, not true with Homer Bound 2. <laughs> yeah. Very true with that. So I feel like... <laughs> no, I don't know how many times I have to say this. Lost in San Francisco is a They're far not better in movie. San Francisco. <laughs> Does it... They're like in Petaluma. That's not Petaluma is fine. You don't want to film in San Francisco. It's too busy. <laughs> San Francisco area. <laughs> I want to see homeless people and needles. <laughs> so I want to see the dog. I want to see them through the tenderloin. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> just the dogs just eating a face off of a homeless person. <laughs> just eating human shit yeah. off the sidewalk. Just uh, took a dark turn. So, uh, interesting start. I Because I, this song is nowhere. It's kind of in the middle of their album, if I remember right. Yeah. I don't remember the exact title. Any reason why you wanted to start with I Miss You? Um. I feel like just because Boyce Avenue is the way that Boyce Avenue, because they're they're the popular one, I think, of mm-hmm. the rest of the songs on yeah. there, it kind of introduces you to like, all right, here's its produced version of it, like like because they have a production team, they have their CDs, they yeah. have their their fans, so it's like I wanted to introduce yeah. this is going to be a cover album. It's weird that there's fans of Boyce Avenue. Now they have they have probably millions of van, uh, people I, that follow. I've heard a couple of songs that they've done, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty I, good. I, I get it, cool, but not consistently because yeah. all they do is cover songs. 
And then bands like that where I, they only do cover songs and then they have some original song, I'll check it out and it is shit. You know, it, they had some original songs and I'm like, okay, whew, yeah. that's rough. Because what they get, they get their popularity with the cover songs. That's yeah. the YouTube search. Yeah. They just got to stick to that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, I thought when I was doing a research in here, I thought you were trying to pull songs from different albums of Blink. Mm-hmm. Which you came close to, but from what you said of like yeah. trying to find Blink Wayne two covers was tough. It was, yeah, yeah. It, ironically, I had like five different songs on my mixtape, five completely different songs. Oh. Yeah, I had like <laughs> not five. necessarily ones that I liked though. I threw out like probably three, four songs. So. Oh. Yeah. It, and actually, I found out one of them was a boxcar racer song. No, that's fine. That <laughs> no, no, no. On one of them was Angel of Airways. Angels and Airways. That's what <laughs> it was. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's on a book song. Definitely. Yeah. But I liked the cover. I was like, this song's sick. <laughs> I want to hear this original. Like, he showed it to me, and I was like, man, I don't know this song. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, it's, it's like a different band. or something. I was like, oh, I've heard that song. That's a good song. It's a good cover, yeah. too. You should check it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, track number two on here, we've got Not Now. Uh, being covered by Kimmy Smiles. Uh, Not Now, um, Blink-22, released in 2005. It was the lone single from the group's first compilation album, Greatest Hits, in 2005. Um, I think it's also, like, is it on a, like, a deluxe album, too? (laughs) A Japanese import? It it might be on something else, but I know it was advertised on this, along with, like, the the theme song to one of their TV shows with Travis Mm -hmm. and his wife, then. Yeah. Um, so Not Now was released in 2005. The song reached number 18. Uh, so Kimmy Smiles was like no information on her. It's so annoying when I look at these artists and they don't even have bios. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, it's 2020. You don't have a website. It's like, okay. Have a yeah, MySpace. You can't put like a biography. I feel like I would have done that yeah. if I put music on Spotify. Exactly. I don't know yeah. how it gets on Spotify in the first place, but I feel it's like. crazy. It's like, I can put something on Spotify. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Um, so she's a YouTube phenomenon known for her channel, Kimmy Talks, where she posts cover song videos and video blogs for her more than 400,000 subscribers. And I believe she's Australian. I'm curious what other songs she's covered. I don't know. Probably everything. She's a YouTuber. That's all they do. Yeah. They're just like, what's popular today? Let's cover it. Yeah. (laughs) New release Monday, new release Tuesday. Wet ass pussy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or sorry, she's also This is wet ass pussy. (laughs) (laughs) They just call it WAP. WAP. Wet ass WAP. 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 Twat. Gundam style. Credit card of my ass. What did did you say? What? Swipe the credit. Swipe your ass. Look at credit card. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, That's vulgar. Yeah. Why'd you pick this song? song. Um, I was actually, it wasn't one of their popular songs. So I saw this and I was like, I like that. I listened to it and I'm like, okay. I enjoy this one. I was happy about this one. And especially for, like, I decided to put it as track two because I feel like it changed the vibe a little bit from track one of a mainstream cover band to somebody else that's like, oh, I've never heard of this artist. Yeah, I agree. Change the vibe a little bit. Yeah, especially into track three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just her voice is very annoying to her me. Her voice does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounded unfinished. It just sounded that's, like a. But that's not cover. a problem. That's not a problem because it, remember when true. that one dude covered Heya? 
Like, oh, yeah. that just live, like, no, that's, chaos. That's an outlier. <laughs> that's <such laughs> Zebediah, whatever, or Obadiah. Obadiah, Obadiah Parker. Parker. Yeah, right? Ooh. It's like, you can do that. He did and, a Bjork song, too, and yeah. a Radiohead song. Yeah, like, oh, he's you, so good. You can do that, yes. but you have to be, like, at a different level. No, where... her voice was, like, if they recorded it, though, like, in a studio and put some stuff I want to be like put it. little lows in there Take it wouldn't be as highs. annoying yeah because Maybe. she was so know. high in that I, range I just think she she's just it's 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 a scenario where someone has become famous on YouTube for no reason yeah she's a, a <laughs> ukulele player basically yeah. no well, she's a total ukulele player yeah you know yeah. those those type of people are like oh I'm just gonna just shoot this video of me playing a ukulele on my bed yeah and singing a shitty cover right it's like yeah, at Nobody least with the YouTubers that. that did the Africa cover, like, mm. they have range. No, yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> I, love, I love that cover. That was yeah. a great cover. I didn't like that one, but I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, I have nothing against YouTubers in general. Oh, I've got everything against them. <laughs> there's some that are good. Did you hear the Childish Gambino one, the acoustic cover of Redbone? Uh, the yeah, trumpet? with the two good dudes. Yeah, but they, they're, like, really good musicians. They're YouTubers. No, they're musicians who just happened to upload videos. Okay. <laughs> There's a fine line there. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. So moving on. Track number three. We got all the small things. Live. Live. <laughs> Important distinction. This one is live. Yeah. <laughs> one take. Live in my bedroom. <laughs> one By shot. Ben, one opportunity. Ben Bontith. Bontith. Uh, off of <laughs> Busking Live 2. <laughs> He's busking all over the place. Uh, so all the small things came out in 1999 off of Anima in the State. Uh, the track was composed primarily by guitarist Tom as an ode to his then-girlfriend. Uh, the single was released 2005, becoming a number one hit. Um, Real quick, just imagine Tom singing this to his girlfriend <laughs> acapella yeah and be like i want you back all the small things uh oh. the song remains the band's most successful single to date being their only song to break the top 40 wait i don't know what that means but it's their it's yeah, their the most, other one said it was number one most popular song ever That's i guess to date song. yeah the yeah. the the lifelong it's a popular song yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was selected by Rolling Stone as one of the 100 greatest pop songs in 2010 um, so this dude Ben he's did you did you see a picture of him yep alright so he's Scottish is he yes no shit <laughs> he's from Glasgow oh <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it make it worse when you're like white dude with dreads yes and you're scottish yeah no that is so much worse because you have to travel so much further yeah to make your dream a reality i thought this guy was like from cleveland yeah and he's like i'm gonna move to hawaii i'm gonna play in coffee shops and fucking be modest the next modest yahoo okay that's right. bad so now you got the picture oh, hold of on scottish what if white dude dreads just got the CD for the first time, Enema of the State, even though it's been out since 99. That's true. He's like, I got a new a new record. I yeah, want to cover it. That's yeah. true. I think um, they just found out, found out about blowjobs in like 2010. So. so he's 30, right? He has 30 million hits on YouTube. Hmm. This guy. For this song? 
No, just in general. Okay. For him. So I saw, I can only find it, again, he has 30 million hits on YouTube, does not have like a biography or anything. Like there's no information about him. Other than I found an article about him. (laughs) And it says, this was the like the headline. The Scottish singer 30, oh no, this wasn't the headline. Uh, This is just, oh, maybe this was the headline. Maybe it was just super old or super long. Um, I love super long headlines. (laughs) All right, so, oh, here it is. Here's the headline. Glasgow busking sensation Ben Monteith shuns X-Factor stardom, insisting he won't sell out. Oh, he was an X-Factor guy. So he refused to do X-Factor. Oh, okay. So the 30-year-old singer from Pollock or something, I don't know, has 30 million hits on YouTube. Fans travel all over the city, all over the world to see him play. Uh, The Scottish singer, 31, uh, told how he has been approached by representatives from X Factor and Britain's Got Talent, but reckons he's too authentic for reality telly. God, fuck this guy already. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when I was listening, I was like, I fucking hate his voice because there's something about his voice that he's doing something I've heard other people do, but not as good. You know, like yeah. there's there's this type of white dude, mm-hmm. fragile. <laughs> like type of voice. It's a uh, Vance Joy is yes. one of them that I fucking For sure, hate. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Hall is one that I well, listen to. It's along the lines of Modest Yahoo, which uh, like I understand why people don't <laughs> like Modest Yahoo, but I I enjoyed uh, his live album. Yeah. But it's along those lines. Like it's white guy. Island music, island acoustic. <laughs> I guess because rap rock. Like if you play in a coffee shop, but you have dreads, it's like you play no, this Ireland's kind of music. Ireland, not Scotland. So I guess England as a whole is it's all Scotland, island. Ireland, and England. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I mean, like as far as buskers go, like Damien Rice was a busker. Scott Hutchinson from Fri- Frightened Rabbit was a busker. Ed Sheeran was a busker. Uh, that girl Tones and I from Australia. Has that song Dance Monkey? She was a busker. Like, those are the people that technically sold out, but they weren't on X Factor yeah. or anything. They didn't need to be because they had talent. Right. And they people recognized This guy is sounding like he's Damien Rice. Like he's... Like yeah. he's a singer-songwriter yeah. that he's from... Damien Rice from Ireland, right? Yeah. Who's just like, I'm too good. And it's like, dude, you're not... You're not Damien Rice, bro. Yeah, like people are look at his guitar and they're like, oh, you play guitar? Yeah. Like, no, I'm an artist. <laughs> yeah. You know what? His voice, for me, the like uh, penultimate or like the person that I go to for this type of voice is I can't stand him, but it's Ray Lamontagone. Ray Lamontagne. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Trouble. <laughs> trouble. Trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a CD that you'd buy at a coffee shop at yeah, Starbucks. Yeah, like Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's some Ray LaMonte. So, RJ, you like lines. the song? <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> um, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I I like the direction that I thought it was going to go first starting listening to it. I was like, all the small things. I could do the uh, modern jukebox version of it. I was like, I like that. 
but I want to hear something different. Yeah. So I looked up something different, and I'm like, all right. And then halfway through the song, I'm like, all right, I get it. Yeah. But I was like, I don't have any other alternative, so I will throw this on as a middle track because I feel like it was better from like from two to three. So I was like, it, it pumps you up a little more. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Seeing the picture of the guy. Well, I don't understand how it's so hard when you're like, it's a song with a fast melody. So let me do like a fast melody. Why not just slow down the melody? Why yeah. not break the melody down? Why not pick it apart? The next song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This that yeah. Could have done the same thing with all the small things. Yes. Yeah. Break it down a little bit. Um, but it's it's got that weird like island white boy reggae <laughs> vibe to it. Yeah. You know. But uh, so I've heard all the small things so many fucking times. Which you're a fan of white boy reggae. I'm a fan of white boy reggae. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just want to make that clear. Uh, third wave. Rap rock. White boy reggae. Specifically. Rap rock. Yeah. Rap rock. I mean. Stop. Just say it. Just say it. Anyways, I've heard all small things a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this version, it's like, it was it was fine. Like, I, I wouldn't say, like, it's a shitty version of all the small things. I would just say it's a version of all the small yeah, things, yeah. you know. Um, there's there's one cover on this that uh, on this mixtape that I liked almost better than the original. I liked the direction that it took. Yeah. This was not one of them. This no. one just was like it was good. And yeah. I had heard it before when I was trying to make my mixtape, and I left it off. But uh, going back and like listening to this one, I was like, maybe I should have put this one on there because there's a lack of Blink-182 covers out there. Yeah. And this is one of the best ones that exists. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like if I was walking down the street and I saw a white dude with dreads who was homeless playing guitar, <laughs> yeah. this is what it would sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard the postmodern jukebox version? No. You should have put that one on there just for Mike. And I would have enjoyed it too. But, but I don't know if you guys have both heard it, so it's like, ah, eh, I'll leave that off. Do you enjoy that one, though? That one's cool. I Because I really like that take on it. I think that's interesting. Have you ever, what's his name? Sad Clown? Scott Bradley. Oh, Scott Bradley. Uh, no, no, it's... Um, Sad Clown Sings. <laughs> uh, fuck, what's his name? It's sung by a clown. ICP? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you More rap it? rock? What's you guys name? trying to get me to listen uh, yeah. to rap rock? Shaggy Tudo? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now that I know he hasn't heard that, I feel like that would have been a good That would have been good. On. Like I Oh, trust I me. Know... I have never heard any blink cover until this. Oh, Puddles Pity Party. Oh, that's his name. That sounds this, like an ICP song. It's <laughs> it's a 7 foot tall legit clown that goes by the name Puddles Pity Party mm-hmm. and sings He's very like operatic covers. He's like baritone of a bunch of songs. All the small things. It's it's holy shit! It's awesome. You guys are not gonna like it. (laughs) You're gonna. He's a seven foot juggalo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Think like John C. Riley clown, like the type of clown that he was like studying, like like the the old style clowns. I forgot what the glass jar music video. No, I don't remember music videos. I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I love that music video where the clown and his wife. It's like the only glass jar music Devin video. Devin doesn't watch music videos. From Worship and Tribute? No. Oh. I never saw it. Yeah, I love that music video. It's like Pagliacci from that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. That type of clown. 
Not a juggalo. Not a juggalo. <laughs> not a juggalo. <laughs> Definitely not a juggalo. <laughs> All right, moving on yeah, here. Yeah. We've got Damn It being covered by Travis Hayes off of Young Days. Uh, Damn It. Uh, it's off of Dude Ranch from 1997. Uh, written by bassist Mark Hoppus. The song concerns maturity and growing older. It was written about a fictional breakup and the difficulty of seeing a former partner with another. Um, the song became the band's first hit single, reaching number 11 on the Billboard's Hot Modern Rock track charts. Um, yeah, Damn It was later featured on the band's greatest hitch, and it has been covered by a number of artists, apparently. Um, I like how they put, there. <laughs> for their greatest hits, it says, with a drum roll added. They're like, <laughs> they have a different version on their greatest hits that has a drum roll. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Travis Hayes, no information out there about him. I Obviously. think he's from San Francisco. Cool. He's a white guy. Mm-hmm. That's right. it. <laughs> he's not doing reggae. That's not fine. doing reggae. He's at least trying to do something. Like you can tell he's trying to do something. Yes. I don't think yeah. he's successful at what he's trying to do, but he is at least I can give him credit for trying to do a cover in a way that I enjoy covers. I think he's successful in doing it, but it's uh, this band in general is hard to do anything with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This song is probably the most coverable song in the sense, talking about covers that we like, where somebody can change it around. Yeah, I think this one's the one that's most open to it. And I've heard another cover of this song that I do really like uh, by Rustin Kelly. But... I did like this one, uh, and I listened to it a few times. This was the one that stood out for me. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. it compared to the rest of the other four yes. songs. This is easily the best song on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I liked it. It was, uh, you know, like a harmonica or something. There's some mm-hmm. other instruments in there. Harmonica. Like, changes the vibe of it. But he should have, cool. like, I felt like he needed to go full folk. Where he or was like, like full bluegrass or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, where yeah. like he was like on this like I'm not going into Mumford and Sons territory, but yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the successful ones. Like yeah. they do bluegrass covers of like uh, like Kesha songs or yeah, something. Right. It's like this is bluegrass TikTok. Yeah. I'm like okay, that's cool. I don't like the song TikTok, and bluegrass is just fine by me. Yeah. But I like this. I feel like everyone who who every artist. Who's a musician that's doing covers just needs to listen to that Dustin Kenzer live. Mm-hmm. Like they just need to listen to yeah. that because that's like or listen to Johnny Cash's uh, America recordings. Like just listen to someone bring their own style and taste to a song. Yeah, or Metallica's Garage Days. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey in the jar, bro. <laughs> It's like these guys, they, it's some of them, like this guy's at least trying to do something where the other ones are just like, yeah. we're just doing the formula that we do for every single cover song. Where like Dustin Kenzer, like at least he's like, no, 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 this is like my own version of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin Kenzer is an established artist that has his own sound and is able to take that but and not apply like, it. Like, I would never say that like, like, of course he has his own sound to his voice, but I would never, I can't tell you what thrice is. 
Like I can't be like no. thrice is this old magical like land where I go to and I just jerk off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's, that's thrice. Not, that, <laughs> that is thrice. You nailed it. <laughs> it is. Like thrice doesn't have anything to me because I'm not a huge thrice fan that like stands out in any way, shape, or form. They call it post hardcore, but it's like how they call Coheed uh uh what do you call it? Um post Zeppelin. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh pro- prog rock, progressive oh, right. rock. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, but like then you listen to other prog rock bands like Dream Theater, and you're yeah, like, and "Fuck like, off!" Yeah, <laughs> like, no, Coheed's something different. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Thrice is its own thing. He has, uh, yeah, he doesn't use that voice that he uses on the uh, the cover songs on Thrice albums necessarily. Right. Yeah, but this guy doing the cover of "Damn It," like, I'll give him a pass on this song. I I liked it, and it's like I'm like seventy five percent. On this song. Yeah, it's like you a know? quarter chuck. Like, I would check out... If he came to me... <laughs> if he came he to came me, it was to like... You? Yeah, if he came on me... Yeah. <laughs> 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 if he came on me... I'd let him. I'd let him. At first, I'd start... I would saying, be happy, but I'd be I'd like... I'd let him. Okay, but play wait, me wait. another song. That's But consent. only on my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> That's do you consent. know any Led Zeppelin covers? <laughs> But I would listen to something else by him based off of this song. Because this one is a weird one to cover. You know? I'm all right. Like, I'd give him a second chance. I don't know if it'd be good. But again, I'll try it out. (laughs) Yeah. Is Trans-Siberian Orchestra the greatest cover band? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. You only do Christmas Name shit. Name a better cover band. I don't hate. I don't like Christmas Name shit. Name a better cover band. A uh, cover band. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, what's their name? Uh, fucking the acapella group. Mm, the Pentatonics. Pentatonics <laughs> is the best cover band. They do everything. You just they hate do Christmas it. songs. No, I do hate Christmas songs. They do have a Christmas album. Pentatonics, of course they yeah. do. <laughs> RJ, please make a Christmas mix. Yeah. With just pentatonic. So We're relying on I don't care. Just say, which is all Christmas songs. All make, acapella make songs. the best Christmas mix that you can make. The best mix. Yeah. You need to, yeah. I would argue Trans-Siberian Orchestra might be the greatest cover band. I mean, if you're just using your voice, are you technically a band? <laughs> if you're just using instruments, are you technically a band? <laughs> Dare you come at me with that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so wrapping up Arjun's mix here, we got First Date by Skatoon Network. Network. (laughs) Skatoon. Ska Goes Emo Volume 1. It's off that album that they made. Uh, First Date. Skatoon Network, like Cartoon Network. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First Date uh, came out in 2001 off of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Um, it was released as the second single from the album. Uh, the track was composed by Tom DeLong mostly. Um, uh, DeLong composed first date in response while bassist Mark Hoppus composed the album's lead single, the rock show. Uh, the song peaked at number six on the billboards, modern rock top charts. The song's music video depicts the trio as hippies in the 1970s. Um, and was perform- <laughs> they performed the song live on late night talk show 
Late Night with Conan O'Brien when his talk show was good. Music videos are so fucking weird. Um, Skatoon! Um, they have a Patreon, and that's all I know. Uh, how I, many Patreon patrons <laughs> do they have? I didn't see that. Oh, I'd be curious to know. Uh, I, I don't hold me to it, but he might be Canadian. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, yeah. Where they just do ska covers, and that's their Patreon. That's man, that's a specific <laughs> group of people you're going after. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, Skatu. <laughs> Wish you the best, yeah. Skatu. That's, that's a rough living. <laughs> now, RJ, Ooh. I know that you put this song on here just to fuck with me. I know you did. I know that you were like, I need to put this on here because Mike's going to blow his head out. Yes. He's going to blow his brains. That's the only reason. By the time he gets to yeah. this last song, he's going to want to jump in front of a train. Yeah. I pictured <laughs> I pictured you turning this on on your phone and hearing... I laughed. And then the horn's coming in and you're just taking your phone and throwing it out of whatever window you were near. I, I honestly... Have not listened to more than thirty seconds of the song. I <laughs> promise. I I, Wait, I went you didn't through hear this the mix. bridge. No, it completely changed. I don't that, need that anything else from part. then. The, no, no. The first thirty seconds, I'm like, cool. It's ska. That's great. That's Skatoon. No, it turns into the best song that you've ever heard <laughs> at the bridge. Oh yeah, like, that's why it's an psych- outro. Psychedelic. Yeah, no, it's breakdown. It's oh, featuring no, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, <laughs> and John Lennon. And they all come together beyond the grave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff Mangum from Neutral Melco Hotel makes an appearance on <laughs> Could it. Could you imagine? It's Katoon <laughs> featuring Jeff Mangum. Yeah. <laughs> Take me out on my very first day. So to end the mixtape, I was like, you know what? You go from, damn it, a little slower track to something a little faster that literally as soon as I heard it, I laughed. You go, it's the most abrasive transition it's ever. It's so abrasive. <laughs> yeah. It's like sandpaper on my ears. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Q-tips with sandpaper. So I feel like it was like a roller coaster. Like you kind of go up yeah. and down, then up, then down, then up. Yeah. Then you get fucked in the ass. The now, for me, it's a roller coaster that it starts at the top and it just goes straight down <laughs> And just it breaks, <laughs> and I die. It, it breaks halfway down, and you just get stuck there. It's like you don't upside die, down, upside down. And then, but you're stuck there for days, and, and you're then like you hear trumpets, and you're all, <laughs> and a fucking ska band comes up, and it's like we're gonna make these guys feel better because you've been stuck in this roller coaster for days. God, is if like, there's can I die? If the CIA is not using ska as a form of torture, <laughs> ooh yeah, I don't know what they're doing. If they're not using the Aquabats to their fullest potential, <laughs> if Guantanamo is not full of Aquabats vinyls, God, I just, I, it's, it's one of those things that if I met you and I was like, and they're like, oh, what are you into? I'm like, oh, I like music. They're like, oh yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, what kind of music do you like? They're like ska, and I'm like, fuck you, go away from me. <laughs> I don't like, feel like you would even say that. I feel like done. you would just, as soon as you hear the. <laughs> you, would, you would just start turning away and walking away. <laughs> like, nope. The thing, I would be able to smell them, though. I'd see their gel in their hair. Yeah. Probably still wearing, like, puka shells. Oh, yeah. It's rough. And they these got slip-on bands. Well, you might run into one in the wild that's, like, <laughs> you know, wearing business casual or something. <laughs> but you can always pick out something on them. Yeah. That, like, you, know. you are a scoff. Like they got a yeah. belt buckle. 
Fuck looks you. Very strong. Like big fish. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah. So I just listened to 30 seconds of the song. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> How long is the song? Do you have that on top of your no. head? It was like 3 30. <laughs> 3.30? Yeah. I probably only listened to two minutes There's of it. There's three minutes of the song? <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I took it all in. I probably got to two minutes and I was like, I get it. Okay. I've heard the song. I, okay. I want to be... F- go ahead. <laughs> you so, be fair to Skatoon? <laughs> no, no, no. Just go ahead. <laughs> so going through track by track, I miss you. I feel like they did a decent job of being close to the original. Same thing for Not Now. All the small things, it was different. Um... Then you had, damn it, it was different. And then this one, I was like, va- basically, if you add the upstrokes, upstrokes and then horns to it, it's basically first date. So I was like, I, I get I get the song. So I was like, I don't need to listen Explaining to the rest of it. Explaining my point between pop punk and ska. <laughs> so I got to like the two minutes, and then I was like, all right, I get it. <laughs> Sorry, Skatoon. I listened to this in the garage while I was boxing. Oh, uh, yeah. And then this came on, and I started a small mosh pit in my garage and started skating. <laughs> I let it play all the way through, and then I played RJ, it where's again. my coat jacket? Where is it? <laughs> I I skanked my ass off. It was great. I circled the old myself. <laughs> Did you skank on my car? Oh, I skanked all over the garage. Skatoo! There's skatoon everywhere. (laughs) There's skatoon on the floor. Yeah, I. uh, No, I didn't like the song. (laughs) (laughs) But something, uh, something very primal inside me was brought up. You put on your leather jacket. Scott got in my DNA at one point. Yeah, I know. You were the guy who was like, hey, Catch-22 is a thing. And I was like, cool, man. You like other music, right? (laughs) We're no longer friends. Catch-22. Yeah, I like 311 as well. (laughs) (laughs) No, as far as ska goes, like, I listened to Catch-22. There might have been a few other ones, but I was listening to, like, uh, well, Against All Authority is, like, on the border. Because they're, like, a punk band. I throw Cash Twenty Two. I throw ska bands in with Dropkick Murphy and Floggy Molly. They're like yeah. they're all the same people to me. Yes, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely had a Cash Twenty Two phase, and never got the checkered pants though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's a mixtape. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ, I'm not gonna fuck around with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not gonna jerk your dick here. Last time you made a mix, I asked you with the ASAP Rock mix. I was like, "Oh, is RJ making a mix for me?" There was I one asked song you that question, you. and you said no. <laughs> and then with this, I'm like, "He is not making this mix for me." Definitely not. <laughs> <for me. laughs> so unfortunately, RJ, it's just it's not for me. There's nothing. There's nothing of substance for me. In any of the songs, except for the fourth song, where I'm like, you're trying to do something. That's it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, damn it was the fourth song. Yeah, yeah. that was it. <laughs> I agree. Uh, the fourth song <laughs> was the only one. Like, you didn't make this for me either. Yeah, no. You may, maybe part of it. No, 
You made this for the fact that I don't like Blink-182. You made this out of punishment. You did. This was a punishment You wanted to punish us. us. But. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> one of the songs I kind of liked. Which damn one it. was this one? Damn, okay, yeah. damn it. Okay. That one I kind of liked. Um, yeah. But Blink-182 is just generally not enjoyable for me. No, but no. I also... you it, The reason why you're getting a score from me is because you made me realize that there are some things that should not be covered. And Blink-182, I think, is a band where, like, I don't think that you should cover them. I they're, think they're yeah. so distinct with their sound that it's like, what are you doing here? We've heard those songs so many times. Yes. Like, I... I can't think of like, I feel like Enter Sandman by Metallica is like another popular song. It's like nobody should cover that because that's distinct to Metallica. Yes. That might be a weirder example because it's more technical. But there's stuff like that where you've heard it on the radio and you've just heard it in life so much. Like, like I wish I knew how to reach Dustin Kensier to be like, find a Blink-22 song and cover it to prove me wrong. I feel like he could do Josie. I would listen to that. I was looking for a good cover of Josie because I love that song. Mm. That's the only Blink-182 song that I really like. because they talk about Mexican food. That <laughs> Carousel. Um, yeah. It's hard, though, because yeah. it would have to be some like obscure B-side that nobody had listened, that nobody had heard. Yeah, for sure. And then we would hear it and be yeah, like, it could oh, that's be a, a hit. Blink-182 song? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if it if they are covering a hit, they're just doing their best version yeah. of like they're just trying to mimic it as best they can. All right, right. Rustin no. Kelly, you've heard that cover of "Damn It" on that Dirt emo album. He does the weedest cover of uh, "Teenage Dirtbag." He does "Damn It" by Blink One Eighty Two. He does, I think, a My Chemical Romance song. Ooh, he does so. a cover album of like eight songs that he grew up listening to, and he just calls it "Dirt Emo," and he's like a indie country musician in a way hmm. is it this one you know the song okay. you've listened to it that's a really good cover of that song damn it i don't know how he did it though like he pulled it off and it sounds good and i listen i listen to that yeah i won't listen to damn it right so <laughs> i don't know it can be done but it's very hard yeah it's super you hard know? it'd be like i don't know at this point do you think that you could cover, like, someone could cover Fallout Boy? Ooh. Because he has such a distinct voice that you would have to do it so different for me not to hear his voice. There's a band called Punchline that did stuff around the same time as Fallout Boy on the field by Ramen Label mm-hmm. that I think could pull it off. Mm. But. They are similar, but different enough that I think it would be interesting. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. It has to be, like you're saying, it has to be really different. It has yeah. to be really far out. Right. Like if the Flaming Lips cover Fallout it's Boy. It's like the reason why that Chris Cornell cover is so good. Oh, yeah. It's because it's so unique to him. Yeah. Where like, I can't tell you any other Michael Jackson cover that I like. I don't yeah. like Weird Al, so there's that. Yeah. So. Alien out for him? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh no, I do fuck. Yeah, I get down nope. with some alien for him. <laughs> nope. Dude, anything with the six string bass, I'm down for. <laughs> Bring it on. 
So your system of a down fan. I'm sure he uses a six string bass. Oh, toxicity. He uses a four string, but I am a fan. <laughs> yeah, you have your black contacts. <laughs> Playing my Ibanez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. What was I gonna say? I feel like I was gonna say something, but it's uh, like an uncover. It is an uncoverable band. It's just really hard. Yeah. All right. With that, mm-hmm. change of pace. Covering. Yeah. Matt Skiba now doing covers with the new Blink covering Tom's part. Yeah. That's what I hear. Him covering Tom's part, I'm like, that's not Tom. Okay. Yeah. It's different. I don't like it. So you're seeing that as well. Because that's why I don't like their stuff. I've heard their live stuff like on YouTube, and I'm like, I don't think I would enjoy seeing them at all. Okay. Because if you take out Mark, I would be just as irate and would just be like, I don't like it. Here's my ultimate question for you, RJ. Is, what is life? What is is any of these songs, would you rather listen to the cover or the original? I'd rather listen to the original. That's how I am, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the cover mix that I made, I would choose that Africa cover over the Toto, over the original Ooh, any yeah. day of the week. Okay. I might choose that that maps cover over the I would night. choose yeah. maps over maps that. Maps is cool too. Right? Yeah. So it's hard because I like it's and it's not like the yeah yeahs or like it's what the people ask for, Mike. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. It's what the people ask for. Just stop making those burner accounts. <laughs> yeah. It's all you. You're asking for it. That's true. Um yeah, so because you made me think uh, a little bit. I'm just going to give you a two, RJ. You're getting a two. <laughs> <laughs> the terrible twos. <laughs> I gave it a 3.2. Damn! Based on <laughs> our scoring system. Uh, so, 0.3 out of... Or, how do we do this? <laughs> Math. Uh, basically, a third of it being... Uh, the title, the third of it being, does it like how does it fall in the playlist? I wouldn't reorganize these really in any way. I might take the third song and move that first and put the Boys Avenue one later on, but it really wouldn't make that much of a difference. No, so that's what I would do. I but would I wouldn't start with Skatoon. <laughs> yeah, start start with Skatoon <laughs> and then just turn it off. I if you started with Skatoon, I wouldn't have listened to the rest of it. <laughs> I that. That's why it has to be the end. <laughs> That's exactly what I picture. <laughs> but yeah, I gave it a 3.2. So th- basically, three out of five is like, uh, did it did it meet the uh, criteria of making a title for a playlist, a theme? Yeah. And did it fit within that theme? And I said, I think in yes here? and yes. Yeah. And then point two was like, I like that damn it song. Sure. And I appreciate the Scott because it made me feel nope. something. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in here, I was willing to give you another point if I saw the passion. I thought that yeah. if you were going to come in here, RJ, with the passion for I this. was disappointed in the lack of passion. It in, you don't even have passion for Blink. Yeah, I don't even feel cool. the passion for Blink from you. This is why I was telling you, take mushrooms before the show. You know, it'll <laughs> give you a lot of passion. <laughs> You'd be like, man, Blink, what are you Well, how about this? They're cool. Where is she now? But uh, she's still a porn star, but Probably she's retired. Did. She is a porn star? Yeah, she, that, uh, she's a porn star. They actually had uh, Riley <laughs> Riley Reed come in for a like a 10th anniversary oh, uh, photo of it. 10th anniversary anal? Anal-versary. <laughs> <laughs> but sick. for somebody that's like, all right, they are probably one of them that has earned the most money from me. 
because I bought yeah. stuff from them. Yeah, yeah we can see that, that you're a fanboy. I've, but I'm confused now. Like, I've understood this about you all my life, that you like Blink-182, but then talking about it, you're like, oh, I don't like their music. They're all right. They're I don't really like it when they talk either. What do you like <laughs> in the world? What can, like, it, what can we grade this on? What, sca- what is your favorite thing? Pop-Tarts are cool. Is this below Pop-Tarts? No, Ooh. I don't like Pop-Tarts. Have you? You don't like Pop-Tarts? They're all right. Oh, I haven't I had a Pop-Tart, Pop-Tarts in a long dude. time. Just what, the, what just was the your plain Pop-Tart? With, what? With, just the plain with the frosting is delicious, but the fudge brownie or the fudge sundae, whoo. Okay, okay. okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just a stra- plain the, strawberry just with the little frosting. The fudge brownie, I dip in milk. Yeah. That's I normal. Would. Yeah. What does Mike <laughs> dip it in? I'm dipping in water or some. Bullshit. I just eat it. Okay, I don't toast it. You don't toast. No, I, I've eaten pop tarts straight just from yeah. the package. Yeah, that's fine. I don't toast pop tarts. You know I don't you. judge you on you that. You know those instructions on pop tarts to microwave them, and it says literally like microwave for three seconds. <laughs> what? It's just any longer, microwave? and yeah. you're gonna burn your fucking throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like any longer, this is dangerous, bro. Four seconds. <laughs> Woo. Gotta wait a little bit. So you like Pop Tarts more than Blink? No, I like Blink more. Okay. <laughs> is it your favorite band? It's one of them. Yeah. What is the, another favorite it. band? E- the Eagles. We we're talking about this the other day. I like Blink more. You like Blink more than the Eagles? Uh, uh, Dustin Kensrue. Or thrice in general? Like, how do you want to do I that? Think I I would say Dustin Kensrue more. More than Blink. Yeah. Okay. If you happen, if you had to listen to a band for the rest of your life. No other band. Yeah, like Desert Island album, Desert Island band. You know, like you're Is left Blink? with one album. You're just left with all of Blink's discography. That's it. I don't know. That's a tough question. Or Dustin Kensrue's Thoughts That Float on a Different Blood. That's probably the only one that I'd probably listen to. Okay. I'm going to say that's your favorite artist, favorite I'm gonna band. I'm going to say you hate Blink. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm gonna say you have. A nostalgia for Blink One Eighty Two. Well, that's what I said. I have a nostalgia for Blink. That's carrying over, because so, like the new stuff, I can care less. I I don't want to listen. So, to would it. you say that you like Blink One Eighty Two as much as Ja Rule? Ja Rule, Ooh. there was a ludicrous. time for Ja Rule or Ludacris. Ludacris, I had like three of their his albums. So, as much as Blink, oh, we're no, getting no. somewhere with this. Outcast? No, I'm over them. Okay, Nelly over him. What about Nelly Luda? And Ja Rule. Like a super rap super group. Wait, wait, hold, boy hold, band? Hold, hold on. The first black hold boy on. band? The Up and Smoke Tour. Mm. That's tough. Snoop Dogg, Exhibit, Eminem, yeah. okay. Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Eminem's your... a big thing in my... Ooh. Like, Ooh. So had... is it Eminem? No, Eminem. Like, literally, no. <laughs> is Eminem the thing? No, Eminem, you... you, you so that, that's a whole Would you choose spectrum. Marshall over all of Blink? Hmm. Oh, I think you would. Just think about you get eight mile. Depends on you how get eight mile. Depends on how. Yeah, what how movie ho- did Blink One Eighty Two make? Depends on how hood I feel. <laughs> how gangster I want to feel. Real quick, I gotta say, are you guys aware of Machine Gun Kelly? You've talked yes. about him, yeah. I've talked about him. Nah, okay. I don't know anything no, about maybe him. You're drunk. Maybe Sean has. Okay, I yeah. don't. I have never heard him before. I think Sean. I yeah. know of him as a pop culture figure. He, he raps. Yeah. Well, he just came out with an album a week ago Friday with Travis Barker, and it's a pop punk album. Yeah, I heard that it got bad reviews. Well, did you also listen to the new Vin Diesel song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why are we talking about Machine Gun Kelly? Right. We could be talking about that new That's Diesel for a different episode. <laughs> that takes further analyzation. <laughs> and uh, did you hear it? Okay. I got to watch the new uh, Fast uh, and you Furious. You need, to, you need to hear it. I'm curious. I got to wait till the new Fast and Furious comes out before I can review that song. That's a whole other <laughs> issue. But Machine Gun Kelly came out with a pop punk album with Travis Barker. Not bad. He's been doing, if, if you go on YouTube, he's been doing uh, Blink covers, Paramore covers, and stuff on his live tour. Like, literally, he'll just come out with his okay. band and play guitar and sing. Yeah, so, so it's I'd be been a sad thing. How you would like it because you like Eminem, you like the rap side, hip hop side, whatever. But it's not whatever Blink. Eminem does. And then you like Blink 182. He brings in like lyricism from his, he covered all from the what small he's, things. What? He covered all the small things. I didn't hear that. That's I not on like the it. album. But <laughs> he did his own songs that were like, it had lyricism of rap songs that I think you would find interesting, but with pop ex- punk songs. Are you explaining rap rock right now, <laughs> I think he's trying to get us both So what it. he did is he created this word. <laughs> he's trying to explain but rap rock. So we like it. Pepper is so cool. Pepper is the best band in the world. Pepper stop rap rock! Pepper stop rap rock! <sighs> I mean, I, I haven't listened to it, so I can't critique it. <laughs> Fourth wave reggae. Devin only listens to bands that talk about California. <laughs> <laughs> Chili so Peppers, banned. come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think you might like it. I was curious if you had heard about it. I've heard of it's his straight album, up pop but punk. I haven't listened to it. But I, I've, I know the, the direction. Yeah. Uh, the, I've never heard him before, The though. busiest nerd. What's his YouTube? Oh, Anthony Fantana. Yeah, he needle, did, needle did not do a good review on it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't expect good. him to. <laughs> no, I don't like it. But there's a song with Halsey <laughs> on it that I'm like, with I like Ozzy. Halsey. Halsey's good. Ozzy? Ozzy Osbun? Eh! There's a song with Halsey that is... Biting bats. Good. It's Halsey biting bats. Chomping on the bats. And Ozzy started coming All right, fires. RJ, what are you giving yourself on this? I gave myself a 3.57. Okay, great. All you right. gave yourself the highest score. Mm-hmm. Okay. 3.57. So, what, we're like an average of like two something, two seven still? Because I'm still down. You're two. I'm I think it's still like 3.2. I think 3.4. I'd say 3.1 is the average. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Based on our scoring system. If we didn't have that scoring system, I would say I'm closer to Mike, like 2.5 out of 5. All right, you guys ready for next week's I'm title? I'm um, ready. So here's the thing, guys. All right. Um, Am I going to get a boner from this? I've been playing patty cake with you guys. Okay? Okay. I've been just just giving you little lobs. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> little lobs. Okay. Let's see where we're going with this. And this is your first introduction into the big boys. Okay. This is where the big boys play. All, All right. Start, I started it with Blink, All right. right? <laughs> Um, so this is, uh, an ambitious mix because it has to meet very specific criteria. Okay. Um, this mix is, I've gone, I have four different versions of this same mix. Okay. Okay. I chose the one that will be the most accessible to you guys. Okay. To both of us or to. No, no, no. To both of you. That's, that's okay. That's a lot. 
again, this is fits very specific criteria, and I had to I had to find at least four songs that will you will engage with at least at a thirty percent level. This I'm, is how I'm specific intrigued. this is. There's one yeah. song on here that if you guys love, I will come <laughs> everywhere. <Okay? laughs> I'm gonna, this is going to look like a Dexter Kill Room next week, just in case. Because there's one specific song on here. Plastic sheets everywhere. That I love. I think it's an amazing song. Um, and I think it, it was developed way before its time. And I think it's so unique. And there's recently a cover of the song that most people don't even know it's a cover of the song. So, um, okay. wait, who's the cover by? I'm not telling you. Fuck. <laughs> we'll You'll find out next if week. If you, yeah, if you do, if you do any Google search, okay, the cover will come up before the song. I guarantee. All right, I might request the other songs in this playlist just out of curiosity that I will not bring into when, the playlist. When at all. you see the playlist. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you the criteria until we record because okay. I hope that you can under like you can start to get the criteria because it's very specific. Um, and it's also there's a I can't tell you how many lists I've gone through of these songs as a criteria. Like people make lists of these songs. It's very specific. OK. okay. <laughs> All right. So, the title of the mix is What Defines a Sequence? A Sequence. What Defines a Sequence? Is there any wordplay here in the sense of like <laughs> misspellings or is it literally no, I think that's what, what defines, we get. defines a sequence? A sequence? Yeah. Now, the question is, is it a question? Or is it an answer? This is what defines a sequence. What defines what a defines sequence. a sequence? What, is, what does this mean to you in music, a sequence? Something in order? Yeah. Okay, in order. Isn't a sequin like something you wear? That's what I was thinking, but yeah, he like, said it's spelled just like sequence. Sequence jeans? Can you spell? <laughs> <laughs> is this a mixtape about, about gene therapy? <laughs> No, it's what defines it's about mapping the genome. <laughs> I think something just in order, but it, it, it's so many possibilities of what maybe it could be. like Billboard top songs over the years. I think that you should lifespan understand what a sequence is. Sequence. A, a, a lifespan. Think about that, beginning to end. It's, mm. it's still a sequence, if you will. Quotations. No. See, okay, sequencer in music production, like, <laughs> like no, Fruity I'll, Loops. I'm gonna vote reason. no on that. <laughs> no, you just, I wouldn't you write just go. Out. We got this. Mike and I got this. I, I, I think you no. Go. On that. no. <laughs> what defines a sequence? That's it. Yeah, these, these these piss me off. Yeah, if pretty irritated. Right I, now. I'm positive you have heard four out of the five artists. Okay, on here. Okay, There's and one of them has been covered recently, but people don't know that it's yes. a cover. And again, I said four out of the five, so it's not all one person. Can you just okay? tell me the artist that 
and then the song. I think you may have had Devin has heard two of the songs. I would be surprised if RJ has heard one of the songs. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Is there that. any other hint that you give with? Uh, okay. Does it have one style of music? I had to make it as accessible as possible. Okay. Which means that for me, like I tried to, I've explained this last time when I make mixes musically, I have to have it kind of work. Yes. Together. I think it's, it's an order. Did, was I able to accomplish that with this? I don't know. Do I have another one that a hundred percent is absolutely, <laughs> but it's not as accessible technically. Uh, it actually, you guys would enjoy it more. <laughs> I think you should send us both just out of curiosity because I've had a couple B side like, uh, playlists. All right. So to be accessible, maybe I feel like they're all hits. They're all top songs. You're wrong. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, think, these are, are, I, yeah. Think, I think these are obscure <laughs> songs. That I probably have Thank heard, you. and they're the most radio-friendly, technically. They're not obscure songs. songs unless you are into the things. They're obscure bands. No. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you one of the artists. Okay. Okay. No, 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 one no. artist. Oh, one one artist. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. Tom York. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Does he cover any Blink songs? <laughs> Could you imagine a Tom York cover of Blink? <laughs> Are you a fan of Tom York? I know of the name. Okay. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with soundtracks? Does it have anything to do with Tom York? You said one of the artists is Tom York, yeah. so that could be Radiohead or Tom York or Johnny Greenwood. So it's not Johnny Greenwood. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does it have anything to do with soundtracks? You can find us on Instagram at Five Song Mixtape. Um, five Song Mixtape. You can also find the podcast iTunes, Spotify. You can find the mixes individually on Spotify. Just search Five Song Mixtape, all one word. Uh, yeah. So next week, we're talking about what to find the sequence. Tom York. <laughs>